Hey all, welcome to my session on demand, brand and beyond the future of e-com marketing. I am Matthias Eriksson and I am the brand and marketing director at Uni. And this is part of the Drums Predictions Festivals and I'm very happy to be here. Today we'll go through a very classic part of marketing and what marketing is and should be. Age-old question of demand and brand or demand versus brand and what actually lies beyond that. I'll also share two predictions of what I think e-commerce marketing has in store for us for 2022. There is a love affair between e-commerce and marketing and marketing obviously sits central to any e-commerce operation and in particular demand generation through performance marketing. So our history, if you will, in e-commerce is tightly imbued with the practice of buying and targeting and creating fantastic ads as part of our infrastructure to reach our customer. The way we see marketing at uni and in our teams is actually that that is the meeting point of art and science. So marketing, as we see it, is the practice, but also the art and science of turning people with decisions to make into potential customers of your business. And that is actually a definition that goes for both business to business and business to consumer. And the reason behind that is that thus far, it is not machines making all the, the decisions for us. It is people making these decisions. And as such, it is crucial to understand what actually makes people make that decision. Now, the distinction between brand and demand is a new terminology for an age-old question. So before we had demand generation or demand gen or performance marketing as a term, we talked a lot about the fact that direct sales gave you sales slips more immediately and measurable. So data-driven marketing, even though we may think so, is nothing new. We talked about data-driven marketing and the way to be able to measure success of your marketing. Also, when we talked about database marketing in the 80s, or when we talked about even earlier, direct sales or direct mail, and that is letters on paper arriving in your mailbox already back in the 60s and 50s. What we see, however, is that brand is now coming strong among our customers. Our customers at Uni, we help e-commerce companies thrive, survive, and win. And uh, what we see among them is that even though demand and demand generation and performance marketing is at the core of what they do, brand is coming strong. And building a brand starts making more financial sense as a means to build lasting values and increasing the value of the company. And we're going to come back to that further on. In these debates, people tend to lean either towards being a brand person or a demand gen person. So in the discussions of what actually drives growth in a company, is it brand or is it demand? And is there a trade-off to be done? If you're one of the believers in brand or the brand believers, then you'll be thinking that brand strength is what drives growth. And you'd be right to say that. There are ample ample evidence and also groundbreaking research looking into that brand is actually what lifts growth in the long term. So Binet and Fields, groundbreaking research from the 2010s gives you the justification of being right, as is many recent studies as well. So what we know is that short-term effects are vital for efficiency. 
however. What that means is that you cannot have the brand driving growth long-term unless you have a short-term effect in some kind of activation. Effectively, what that means is that you cannot do effective marketing without the short-term effects. The demand believer, however, is a believer that performance marketing drives growth. And if you're among these people, then you'll also be right if you're on the demand gen side of this battle. Performance marketing drives growth. And talk to any venture capitalist out there, anyone. I encourage you to do so. And they will double down and tell you that the best way of spending their money once you have product market fit is to spend it on performance marketing to find your customers. And you'd be right. However, there are no long-term effects without the short-term effects. So we need these short-term effects, sure. But it's also true that the real driver of profit actually lies with Uh, being able to lift your brand to a next level. Perhaps you fall in the middle. So you are the balanced believer that balancing brand and demand will drive growth. You'd be right as well as this seems to be the approach of the day. And a lot of new literature is coming out on this topic as well. And I find it quite interesting of balancing brand and demand and how that can drive growth. A little bit of everything may be, you know, a logical approach to this. If your resources are close to being limitless, that is, for everyone else, balancing brand and demand is just a poor compromise that may hardly lead to anything. No one is right. What you need to do is to go hybrid because the long-term effects, they drive growth and profit. That's ample evidence for that in research. But without the immediate effect in demand or in activation, nothing at all will happen. So if an audience is not immediately activated, there will be no long-term effects either. So do not accept the trade-off. You need both brand and demand. You need performance marketing to deliver branded messages that fills people with purpose but that also activates them. What you need to do is to go hybrid and to do it all at the same time, to build the brand and activate your customers at the same time, in parallel or at least part of the same campaigns. And to be successful, you need data. What we'll see this year in 2022 is the rise of this happening. And it will happen through the rise of two things. First, the unification of soft and hard data. So e-commerce marketing, you'll find that it will be a perfect fit for unifying the soft, so brand data, and the hard, the performance marketing, classic performance marketing data, and even harder, financial data. But the fact of the matter is that classic brand awareness, share of voice data can now be correlated to the hard data, such as click-through rates. And that can actually be unified with even harder data of what your bank account holds. So in e-commerce marketing, you'll see a unification of soft, hard, and even harder data. Brand building will search in e-commerce. So counter to what you may think, is actually that brand and brand building will be all the rage in 2022. And a few reasons for that. 
actors such as Celerex or their US counterparts or their local counterparts in different markets. We just had one launching in Sweden earlier uh, this month. Actors on Amazon or actually in other tools as well, uh, where you find e-commerce actors and e-commerce businesses being sold and transferred. And Celerex describes their operation as a new Procter & Gamble or as a new Unilever. Now, what does that mean? For me, that spend some time in classic advertising means that these houses of brands, as they were called, are going to come back. And what it means for you as an e-commerce operator, an e-commerce marketer, is that you have everything to win to build a strong brand connected to what you do. Because you will be able to raise the value of your company and also able to either sell it or take on board investments following that. This year, brand building will be hugely important in e-commerce. Now, it makes financial sense to move from the transactional excellence to building that lasting value, connecting a brand to that transactional excellence of executing fantastic performance marketing, bringing the right product to the right person at the right time, and also connect that to a brand, something that people know of, that they like, and that they trust. Now, how does this look? So I talked about going hybrid, that the balancing act between brand and demand is not the right approach. So what that means is that you need to go building your brand and activating your audiences or your customers, at least in parallel, but ideally as part of the same campaign. And to be successful in doing that, you need a slightly different approach to data. So my very, very simple uh, exercise here is nothing groundbreaking for anyone, but I thought I'd share the way we approach it at uni. So we are measuring the soft. So one of our key enablers for our growth is to look at the brand strength. And we do that through looking at classic awareness. So we ask people in service, have you heard of uni? And then we record all the significant brand events. So when we do an appearance at a trade fair, for example, we make a note of that in time. We look at affinity. We also look at our customers if they are promoting us and do the same thing with the customers as we do with the market. And then we also record and estimate to the best of our ability or to the best of the tools we use ability, the share of voice. We bring that together with measuring the classic hard things. This is obviously the classic, classic things, and you'll find um, 152 other indicators everywhere. But obviously looking at each and every campaign's click-through rate, each and every customer acquisition cost on different stages in the funnel. And we also estimate our share of market. Now, all of these things are quite tricky. And if you're interested in more details, we are happy to share those details. If you're an e-commerce entrepreneur, connect with me afterwards, and I'm happy to share how we do this in detail. But measuring the hard and uh, measuring the even harder, so the actual revenue or net retention rate, how that is actually uh, evolving over time. And the magic happens when you make this hybrid and make this come together in one place. Obviously, get your metabase up and running, get, make sure that you have your uh, data warehouse and your uh, BI tools in place, sure. But the thinking behind it is even more important. So looking at things such as the share of voice minus the share of market, 
which gives you the extra share of voice. That means that that indicates your potential growth. There's one predictor of growth that is bigger than everything else out there. And that is to understand what is the extra share of market. So it means optimizing for market share, brand campaigns are best. Buy a slim margin. Okay, optimize for direct sales, demand campaigns are best. Buy a slim margin. Optimize for profit with high sales effects and large market share effect, go hybrid. Consequential thinking is that you'll find that without the fantastic lift in sales and activation, you will not get the brand lift. You will not get the long-term effects that you need. You will not get the profit and the market share lift that you need. So what does this hybrid objectives look like? The future of e-commerce marketing can take a page of traditional marketers playbook or rather the playbook that most traditional marketers have not actually understood yet, but that we know from research is working well. And the hybrid objectives being to understand that you need to merge branding and activation through what we call purposeful sales and community building. So that means that ask people to actually sign up for something. Ask people to buy something while they are also supporting something that is in line with your brand's values. So make sure to supercharge your performance marketing data and loading it with the true love of a community of customers and potential customers and give them value in everything you do and be really clever in automation and use of data, but have your name being the sign off from it. And last but not least, uni wants to be and is still working every day to become the best financial companion there is for e-commerce. And what that means in reality is that already today, we can help you with your financial transactions. We can give you an overview of what your cash flow looks like and also give you an idea what your cash flow would look like in the future. And we can help you with managing and mitigating that cash flow. But also the vision is much, much larger than that. And that is to have one place for all relevant data for you, meaning brand, demand, and finance data. Make sure that they meet. And at uni, you'll be able to bring your data from all your existing banks together in one place. But also, and that is going to happen in very, very short term, you'll be able to integrate your favorite ad networks into that data and your favorite e-commerce tool into that data to finally get that beautiful marriage between the hard, the soft, and the even harder data and make a fantastic love child out of that that will give you uh, the chance to survive, thrive, and win in e-commerce. So recapping my predictions, you'll see this unification of the soft and the hard and the even harder data in 2022. And the enabler of that is the proliferation of deep learning AI tools, but also data unification across the board and the rise of account-based marketing and other practices. And you'll see a brand building search in e-com more or less as an effect of that, because it makes perfect financial sense to now build a brand. 2022 is where you build a brand. Thank you for listening. I, I can't say that enough. I'm very, very thankful and humble that you took the time out to see this session. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you'll find our website, of course, at uni.co. You'll find on all social media at getuni, and you'll find me on Instagram at Matthias Eriksson. On more on this subject, you'll find more on the Predictions Festival's website, and you also 
please do follow uh, The Drum on social media with the hashtag The Drum Predictions. And goodbye for now. Hope to see you around.